to you, beautiful creation. I'm Tina Jackson, and with me today, I have back my special guest, Tom Wellington from Gateway Hope Center. Tom, welcome back. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, we have already done a, quite a few segments. He's done two in this last uh, few recordings. We've been talking about the veil. We've been talking about the priesthood, and he was always leaves us hanging at the end. And we were he's leaving us hanging about the atonement this last episode. But we're going to go back into Zechariah three Absolutely. and yep. talk about this high priesthood yep. and how to walk in this and how and whatever you're going to share with us. And I encourage you, if you have missed the uh, the previous episodes, please go back, listen to them. We're going to have some links below. Uh, hopefully there's a PDF file that we can get attached to help you out and also the links to Gateway Hope Center for the classes that he teaches um, that is also going to link this all together to help take you to that Thank next you. level. We want to educate the body of Christ as yeah. much as possible. I love teachers like you that can just share your giftings because we all just have that piece of the puzzle and our piece of the pie and if we all can put our pie together we get a nice big pie. It's delicious. Amen. Whipped oh. cream on top. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So go ahead, Tom, take it away. Hey, we've been going through this tabernacle, almost the never-ending story, but this never-ending story is about us. Amen. And in God's heart, we're the reason. Mm -hmm. He created us. He loves us. And the tabernacle, we talked about it being a natural picture, and we've talked about the different veils, the different sections in that, and we're at the final veil. And, it, and please look back at the previous uh, videos and they'll, they'll uh, in that fact, you can probably throw a little picture up here to show you the different veils. But we're dealing with this final compartment called the Holiest of Holies. And it was only the high priest that was able to enter in there and only one time a year where mm -hmm. the other compartments, the other priests could come and go pretty much daily, you know, as they had their, their jobs to do in there. But um, Aaron's sons found out the hard way that they couldn't go into that holiest of holies and they ended up being struck down by fire when that happened. Mm -hmm. And God warned Aaron that you just can't come in and out of here uh, anytime you want to. So God is letting him know there was a time, mm -hmm. which I truly believe is a foreshadow of a season of a, of, uh, of a time when a company of people, and I'm saying a company, there was only one high priest and many other priests. And we understand that Jesus is our high priest and there's so much you'll see in the notes dealing with that as well, dealing about this priesthood. But Jesus was a forerunner of a company that would enter in there. Now, Zechariah in the Old Testament, towards the end of the book, or the end of the, the Old Testament, in chapter 3, um, you'll find it in your Bibles. Most of them have a heading saying Joshua the high priest. Well, Joshua is more of a Greek form of the word Yeshua. And we say, well, geez, that's speaking of Jesus. But I want you to understand it's a bigger picture. Jesus wasn't an only but a first of many, according to Romans 8, 29. He was the firstborn of many brethren. And these brethren are a, a brethren, a company of priests, high priests, the high priestly company. And it's a different company. As Jesus didn't belong to the old Levitical or Aaronatic priesthood, Jesus was after the order of Melchizedek. He had to be after a different priesthood because he had nothing to do with the tribe of Levi. Mm -hmm. He was born in the tribe of Judah. So he's letting them know that it had nothing to do, according to the Old Testament, with being born in a tribe. That was the foreshadow. But with him, it had to do with being a son. 
as the high priests under the old covenant had to be sons of Aaron, or they, and Aaron had to die off, and then the next high priest had to die off. So you had to wait for a death before somebody else could step in, but you also had to be a son in the lineage of Aaron. Mm -hmm. Well, to be a high priest after the order of Melchizedek, you have to be a son of God. And that's what God, see, when we get born again, we become children of God. Son is not a gender thing. It's not the males are sons and the females are daughters, even though we use that terminology because we're used to it. Sonship is a place, a position of authority that has nothing to do with gender. The Bible talks about the body of Christ being the bride of Christ. Right. Well, I'm a guy, even, you know, hopefully I'm not a gal <laughs> missing this much hair, but if I've got to be a bride, Mm -hmm. you got to be a son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they were talking about makeup earlier, and I said, I hope I don't have to go all the way with the makeup. But anyways, we're not getting transgender here. <laughs> Joshua is the high priest, mm -hmm. and he's a foreshadow. And I want to read just a little bit in the third chapter. And it says, Then he showed me Joshua, this is verse 1, the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, and this is what you and I have been waiting for, the Lord rebuke you, Satan, indeed, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? Now, that might sound like some of us on some of our rough days. Oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> Lord, is this fire ever going to slow up? Yes, yes. And now Joshua in verse 3 says, was clothed with filthy garments and standing before the angel. That is a picture of how the enemy wants you and I to continue to focus on our life, the garments, the filth, the things that we've wallowed in out through our, our lifetime. He wants us to carry the shame mm -hmm. and the filth. And God is letting us know this is more of a picture about us because the only thing that Jesus wore was our guilt. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mm -hmm. something that he did, and he bore the price for that. Mm -hmm. I'm not bearing the price for your sins or even for my own, but still the enemy wants to accuse us. And, and we hear it in our head, and it sounds like our own voice so often where we're constantly saying, well, you dummy, you did it wrong again. How can, it's, it's almost like sometimes we hear our fathers or someone else where they've rebuked us and those words keep coming back. The enemy plays those games. That's what's going on here. And it's speaking of a high priestly company. Now look what happens in verse four. It says, and he spoke and said to those who were standing before him saying, and, th and this is the Lord, remove the filthy garments from him. Do you understand what that means? Yeah. There's a place that God wants to bring you where you're no longer, you, you know what it feels like where you're in the wrong place and you're not dressed for the occasion and like maybe you just came out from working underneath your car <laughs> and you've got everybody showed up and it's a surprise birthday party and they're wearing all fancy clothes and you got grease from head to tail mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And we feel that way in the body of Christ and the spirit like, I don't, I don't fit, fit in. in. Yeah. I'm unclean and, and, and mm -hmm. so this is what he says remove the filthy garments from him and he said to them see I have taken your iniquity away and that is what she let in we were talking about the day of atonement see this tabernacle in the wilderness deals with Leviticus 23 and the seven appointed feasts of God they're appointed visitations there are appointed times where God wants to visit with us. We call them feasts, and we, we, we should celebrate them. But they're, they're speaking about our growth as children into the sons of God, and they're progressively from the first all the way through. Well, there are seven feasts. The Day of Atonement is the sixth feast in the last month 
which is the seventh month of their year, and it's on the 10th day of the, of, of the month. And he's talking about taking your iniquity away. And this is when the high priest went behind the veil and he took away and he carried the blood of the lamb and he carried it behind that veil and he is a payment for to, to remove all the iniquity. Then the high priest came out and laid hands on the scapegoat. And we don't have time to go into all this stuff. You'll find it in Leviticus 16, I think it is, or 17, but you'll find all the details on the Day of Atonement. And he, he laid his hands on this scapegoat and, and basically confessed or cast his sins and iniquities upon this. And then they led it off into the wilderness, never to come back. See, God is letting us know that someone else carried away our sins Amen. as far as the east Amen. is from the west. Amen. And that's what he did. But there's a day yeah. of an understanding. There's a day where this is going to happen mm -hmm. to a generation of people where the accuser of the brethren will be cast down. The Bible yeah. says in Revelation that they overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Mm -hmm. um, chapter 7, verse 22 of Daniel says, mm -hmm. and then there was a verdict in heaven and there was a verdict made in the favor of the saints. Amen. And that's speaking of this day of atonement yes. where God says enough and we're now done. And we're going to see a company step through that final veil. And then he goes on and I talked just shortly at the end of our last session. And he says this, and verse 5 is an important verse. And he said, let them put a clean turban on his head. What does the clean turban represent? It has to do with God's word renewing our mind, mm -hmm. covering our thoughts. Because the enemy, the battlefield is in our mind. Mm -hmm. He lies to us. The media lies to us. We lie to ourselves, but God wants us to know the truth. Jesus said, you shall know the truth in John 8, 31 says, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free, Amen. 31 and 32. And then he goes on and he says this in verse 7. says, thus, the Lord, the Lord of, thus says the Lord of hosts, if you will walk in my ways, and if you will perform my service. See, we can do all kinds of services. We can have all kinds of church, but God's saying, what have I asked you to do? Well, I don't know, Lord, uh, but this is what they told me to do. But what did I tell you to do? Well, I didn't hear. Well, maybe you should have concentrated on asking me right. and waiting to hear from me. Right, Tina? Right, right. You got to do that. You got to have that fellowship with him. I, I, you know, that's the, that is the part of the Christian walk is you taking that time. Because if you want to have, first of all, make sure that you are feeling that un unworthiness come off of you. Get before Jesus. Get that blood of Jesus, you know, over you so that you can be clean. Um, there's that condemnation and guilt that get, hovers on people, and you need to just get that lifted off. Get that lifted off your mind. Get that new fresh turban put on of, of the, the mind of Christ and be washed clean. Your, your atonement, and I know there's a day of atonement, a big day of atonement, but your time of being set free from condemnation, guilt, your past sins is today. And, it, and at the end of this episode, we're going to give you that opportunity to receive that cleansing feeling because I know when I received it, I didn't even know I had a weight on my shoulders till I said the prayer and something lifted off of me. I didn't even know was on my shoulders. Amen. And I said, something just happened. I don't know Amen. what that was, but that was awesome. And I felt clean. I Amen. did. And I didn't even know I felt dirty to begin. I mean, I knew I, was, I wasn't, 
you know. We're so used to it. Yeah, it was. You're just, you're in the muck and the mar and you're in the, you know, the pig's pen and you didn't even, you know, you're just so comfortable in there and, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm clean. So now I don't yeah. want to return to that. You yeah. know, now what do I do? You know, and then once you get into the kingdom of heaven, you don't want to go back to the things of the earth. Right. Once you tasted the good, you, you know, the bad yeah. is like, you know, as much as I can get mad at you, God, at times and feel like I'm being tested and why are you being unfair? You know, when it's like he's like, I'm not being unfair to you, but it, it's like I can't go back to the world. So there's got to be an answer that I'm missing. And then yeah. he's like, yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you the secrets. Yeah. But anyways, I know Tom got something to tell us. And so take it away, Tom. <laughs> oh, so I, I appreciate it. you got quite quite an insight. You know, if we continue on um, chapter three of Zechariah, the last verse uh, verse 10, the very next verse begins the fourth chapter. And in verse 1, it's interesting, it says, Then the angel who was speaking with me returned and roused me. Now, don't miss this next part of the verse. As a man who is awakened from sleep. So God's showing him what he wants him to do, but then the angel comes back and he finds him where he needs to be woken up as is a man had fallen asleep. And this is also a foreshadow of what's happened to the church, to the body of Christ, mm -hmm. that we've fallen asleep. The enemy has lulled us to sleep. We get this picture in Matthew 25 with the 10 virgins where they all fell asleep waiting for mm -hmm. the Lord's return. So he got awakened from sleep and that's what we're here to do. Mm -hmm. God is sending out a trumpet call, which is the day of, uh, the, it's called Yom Teruah. It's the fifth of the feast, the day of blowing. We know, some people know it as Rosh Hashanah, but it's the, it's the feast of trumpets. And it's all about awakening. It's that piercing blast that wakes us up. And that's the season that the body of Christ is in, getting us ready for that 10 days later on the 10th day of the seventh month is the day of atonement. And the day of atonement is where the iniquity is taken away. And, and you'll say, well, but Tom, didn't I get my iniquity taken away when I got born again? You got set free from sin, but as far as the payment and the price and the slavery of sin, where you're able to begin to grow in the things of God, but there's a transition that happens. There's a growing up, but there's a place where all of that weight comes off and stays off. See, the enemy is there constantly and he'll mm -hmm. come back. That's why we need to renew our, side, yes. our minds through the word of God. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to do through the right. water, the washing of the word. And yes. we need that. But there's a day coming where there's even a bigger break that's going to happen. And this break is going to happen to whole bloodlines. Bloodlines that the enemy has been keeping them back mm -hmm. from God's original intent in their family's life. Mm that he's called a, a family, a clan of people that they're like in mine, I can see teachers in the natural going back generations. Mm -hmm. But why that? Because mm -hmm. God has called me, us to be teachers in the kingdom mm -hmm. of God. God. That is part of the original intent of what God's called us to walk in. But the enemy has fought it and substituted it with all these other different things and the thoughts and the things of men when God's called us to teach the things of his kingdom. Amen. Okay. Um, I know we're, we're probably going to run down here on time. You if we go, minutes. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you got 10 oh, minutes. I got, oh, right. I got, well, <laughs> man, we can tear up a verse or two. Um, I'm not going to go deep, but I want to encourage you to finish the last 14. The, the, there's 14 verses in the fourth chapter of the book of Zechariah. It's dealing with two olive trees. It's dealing with, uh, it says uh, in verse 6, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Le, it says, let, let, <clears throat> It says, saying, not by my might, 
not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says, says the Lord. And it says, what are you, O great mountain before Zerubbabel? You will become a plain and you will bring forth the top stone or the capstone with shouts of grace, grace. And, and we say, well, what is this talking about? Who's this Zerubbabel? Zerubbabel is a prophetic name. And we understand the last part of that babble. Babel, you talk about meaning confusion, about not understanding what's being said. But the Zerub or the Zerub part on the front means to be born in or to come out of. So what that word Zerubbabel means, those who were born and have come out of confusion. That is a picture of who? Us. That would be us. Yes. See, the enemy wants to confuse us. He lies to us. Mm -hmm. He's the father of all lies. But there's a company of people that will fight their way through the confusion by, re by renewing their mind with God's word and right. believing what he says over right. what their eyes see in the right. natural. And right. then God begins to open their eyes to the spirit. You know, we prayed uh, a couple sessions before about being born again. Mm -hmm. And John, the, uh, Jesus tell, in John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus tells Nicodemus, who was a teacher of Israel, and he mm -hmm. said, unless you're born again, you cannot even see the kingdom of God. Right. You can't see what's going on. It mm -hmm. just, you know, people say, I can't see it. I understand. I believe them mm -hmm. because it takes spiritual eyes to begin yeah. to see. Yeah. Even using natural light, they can't even see the outer court stuff because yeah. they can't see. And if you look at our previous videos, we talk about all the outer court and the veil and all the, the curtain around it you can't see over. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense. But you need to be born again right. in order to see. And this Zerubbabel is a company of people that have overcome confusion and the enemy no longer can confuse them about what God's called them to do, Tina. Amen. And we Very all solid. need that, that like a, a, a bullseye placed on what God's called us to right. do. Right. And, and so that we can fulfill. Mm -hmm. When he sent you here, Tina, mm -hmm. the Bible says that he numbered the days of your, your mm -hmm. life. Right. And he wrote them down in the scroll of the book mm -hmm. before you live one of them. See, that scroll just doesn't say, oh, Tina's got so many thousand days. It says, and I sent Tina to this earth mm -hmm. to do this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And I've set up this appointment, that appointment, and this appointment. And, and the whole thing is, we all want to stand mm -hmm. before him and say, God, mm -hmm. my father, I've fulfilled what you've asked me to do. I thank Amen. you for waking me up from darkness. And I thank you from this day forward right. that I've been able to walk with you mm -hmm. and I've been able to fulfill the things that you've asked me to do. Yeah. How sad to stand before him right. and find out that you've been sent here with a mission mm -hmm. and we didn't even take the time to try to find right. out what right. his purpose was for us to be right. here. Right. And I want to encourage you, for those of you that the Lord has given you a mission and you are going through tests and trials, and, you know, there is those divine appointments that he led you already through. Amen. And they sort of kind of build on top of each other because as you increase in that wisdom and knowledge and understanding of the Lord, you will need to stay rooted and grounded in those other appointments that you had because you're going to be tested Amen. on a different level. And he's saying, remember how you trusted me down here? It's the same thing. And, and the enemy's trying to make it look bigger, but it's the same principle. So trust, trust me, trust me. Remember this? Remember how we worked this before? I can do it again. I can do it again. And then you're able to rest in a new level with the Lord. And you go faith to faith, glory to glory. 
and you are able to come into that oneness with the Christ Jesus and you see clearer and you could see the enemy clearer when, when you get these divine appointments. So do not despise the little tiny walks and even the littlest things, the littlest things like the Lord just just having someone, you know, come by and just give you a quick message and you're you're holding on to that word and you're like, yeah, and it, it and that that was the key and that you know so just hold on to that. Remember those divine appointments, and you'll get you through to that next level of your ministry that He's going to bring you to. Amen. Amen. We are stepping as a company of people. We're coming up to that final veil. Amen. And there is a company of people as right. Jesus split mm -hmm. that as the first son, and He led the way for us in this mm -hmm. scripture. And I won't take the time to run to all that scripture, but He led the way for us. We're going somewhere mm -hmm. that we've never been before. In fact, mm -hmm. Joshua, in the book of Joshua, chapter 3, and it's in verse, verse 4, he says, he's talking to them about passing through the Jordan River, which was a veil, which was at flood stage. Mm -hmm. You know, and God, it's interesting that as Moses led them through the Red Sea and, and, and the waters were parted this way and that way, when Joshua led them through this next body of water, which was at a... a a veil, if you will, it was mm -hmm. a, a, tr a trans, uh, they were passing over, passing through. When, when the priest stepped into the water carrying the ark, do you understand we've been talking about you becoming the ark and God's gonna have you step into some pretty turbulent waters. Mm -hmm. He's, that's what she's saying. God has been getting us ready for this. Right. That's why the turmoil, that's why yeah. the battles, that's why as, as, as David said, I remember the lion and I remember the bear and right. God will take you on. There you, you know, go, that's when he a spoke perfect to Goliath. example. That's what God wants. Mm -hmm. yes. So as we're going through this, and what we're about to do, he said, we've never come this way before, but as we step into the turbulent mm -hmm. waters, and then he said to the people as they passed through, he said there would be a distance between them and the ark. Now that was speaking the old ark of 2000 cubits. And I truly believe that's a foreshadow of a timeline mm -hmm. that from when Jesus passed through there, our high priest, mm -hmm. it's been about how many years? about 2,000 years. So he's even given us pictures of what Joshua or Yeshua mm -hmm. did when he led them into the mm -hmm. promised land. But he says that we, that we, let me just read it to you so I don't misquote it. He says that you might know the way by which you should go, speaking of keeping your eye on the ark, keeping Amen. your eye on who, who the Lord is and, and our high priest, because we, so that we'll know which way we should go for you've not passed this way before, Joshua 3 before. And we as a company of people, we have not passed this way before. Right. Jesus was our right. forerunner and he overcame this world and he passed through mm -hmm. and he is our prototype. He is our example and our symbol to follow. He right. was man, but he was full of the spirit of God. Amen. And he functioned, see he mm -hmm. set aside all the glory that he had in heaven. And he functioned as a man, but a man underneath mm -hmm. the glory and, and the power. He, he, in fact, the Bible talks about Mary. Remember we talked in, in Luke chapter 1 about Gabriel telling her that the, that the power of the Most High God will overshadow you. Mm -hmm. That is about maturing into God. Are Amen. we willing to be overshadowed yes. by God in His purposes? Yes. Yes. And that's what it does. And when he overshadows you, he also overshadows mm -hmm. you with the power. Mm -hmm. And that, mm -hmm. as it created the first son of God inside of a vessel of clay called mm -hmm. Mary, mm -hmm. that same spirit, that same power of God 
will create inside of us mm-hmm. a son of God. Amen. And that's amen. What, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. It's the power of God and us submitting to that. Because what did Mary say in that first chapter? She told the angel Gabriel, said, let it be done unto me according to your word. Amen. That's, amen. that's the whole amen. story in a nutshell. Amen. And I want to encourage you again. You know, God may have given you a dream and a vision, and there's distractions. There's the waves okay. of the sea mm-hmm. coming at you. And he wants you to have those horse blinders on. Put those blinders on the side of your eyes and begin to just keep your eye on the prize of where he is telling you to go or okay. what he's telling you to do. And don't get sidetracked. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Just keep your focus in on where you're to go. And all that other stuff will just will just just part it'll just when you step forward the waters part and you just take that walk you keep your eyes forward because if you turn to the side uh, then it may overtake you okay and you keep your perspective remember it's all about perspective how are you looking at look through God's eyes not through the world's eyes you are not in the you're in this world but you're not of this world you operate in the third heavens and you're just ruling over this first heaven and you are you're ruling over the second heaven where the war is. But anyway, that's, well, the that's a different, yep. different, different topic, different, different uh, show in the future. But I want to encourage you again, if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, um, to get to that point of saying, you know, surrendering Jesus to Jesus so you can be free from all that condemnation and guilt you may be feeling and all the bad choices that you have made. You are worth it. He spent... Amen. His, shed his blood, yeah. went to the cross, died, and did, yes. and resurrected for you. You are so yeah. worth it. Man. And he doesn't want you carrying that shame anymore. Let today be your day. So but go ahead, say this prayer with me and just yeah. say, Dear Lord Jesus, yeah. Dear Lord Jesus. I give you my sins. I give you all yeah. the things I have done wrong. Yeah. And I just I pass them over to you. I receive your, your goodness. I receive your glory. Yeah. I receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come in me. Fill me with your words. Yes. And let tongues begin to just come out of you. Let syllables of the heavenly kingdom come out of you. And become circumcised into the body of Christ. Walk in a new priesthood. And just say, dear Lord, I just want to learn more about you today. And show me your way. And I am so excited for you. I would encourage you, write into us, tell us that you've given your heart to Amen. the Lord. And we just want to, you know, celebrate this good testimony with Thank you. you um, also, check out Tom Wellington's, um, uh, the links I have posted below on the YouTube channel, You Beautiful Creation channel. We also have um, their, their links to Gateway Hope Center and uh, get you connected with them. Yep. And also, I just want to encourage you, there is so much information that Tom shared with us, and some of it may have went over your head. Watch these videos again and again. You'll keep on gleaning little gems here and there, because it's, it, you know, I can listen to an episode a few times and then be like, wow, how did I miss that? Yeah. You know, so I encourage you, um, you know, do it while you're getting, ladies, while you're getting your makeup on or while you're driving the car, guys. And I don't have to wear it. Yes, no, you don't have to wear your makeup, Tom. <laughs> you're the beautiful bride of Christ. <laughs> amen. All natural. Amen and amen. For all spiritual. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Tina Jackson. And I'm Tom Wellington. And you are a beautiful creation yes. in Christ Jesus. Thanks for joining us.
joining us. Thank you.